At Corient, we provide wealth management services centered around you. That's how we got our name. Corient is the fusion of client and oriented, reflecting our dedication to placing you at the heart of every decision we make. Our goal is to exceed your expectations, simplify your life, and help you establish a legacy that lasts for generations. We've been helping high achievers like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 locations with extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Our teams put the power of our expertise into building you the custom wealth, investment, and family office solutions that can help you reach your holistic financial goals no matter how complex they may be. Speak with an advisor today at Corient.com. That's Corient.com. Welcome to Season 4 of Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. This podcast is not just information, but impartation and activation. We believe that every conversation will encourage, equip, and empower you to live the daily supernatural life. Subscribe to this podcast and then share every episode with your friends and family and be activated. And welcome to another adventure in the Holy Spirit. I want to encourage you guys to draw near to Jesus today and every day. Walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. Be in intimacy with the Lord Jesus Christ. And everywhere you go, bring his presence and power. Guys, if you're needing the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the the baptism of, of fire, the fire of God upon your life, to be a great witness for Jesus, to be empowered and to see Jesus flow through you, I have a free resource available for you called How to Receive the Baptism with the Holy Spirit. You could go through that on your own. You could go through that with small groups or someone you're mentoring or church groups. And we have people all around the world who are going through this resource right now, and it's free. And you can download that by using the link in the podcast description right here on Adventures in the Spirit. And I want to encourage you guys to subscribe to Adventures in the Spirit and then share it. And give us a five-star rate and review on Apple. Give us a rate on Spotify. Tell your friends about us so that more people can hear incredible adventures in the Holy Spirit, like what I'm going to have today with David Sadler. Guys, he walks in the apostolic office. He's created businesses. He's got extensive ministry. He's got davidsadlerministries.com. I was on the phone with him just the other week hearing stories of miracles, and I wanted to capture his story and those stories for you, our incredible listeners and viewers right here on Adventures in the Spirit. So please help me welcome David Sadler to Adventures in the Spirit. Welcome, David. Thank you, Jared. It's a pleasure and a privilege and a blessing to be uh, part of this today. Well, thank you so much. I know that you're super busy. You've got a lot of things going on. So thank you so much for taking the time out and and being on this podcast episode. Uh, We've been communicating from a distance through Facebook, and then we've had a phone call and things like that. And man, I was just so encouraged. I honestly don't even know how we connected. Just just. (laughs) through the grapevine networking. We've got some of the same friends and things like that. But David, can you share some of your story and, and your calling into what God has you doing? Uh, look, uh, just a little summary of the beginning, right? So uh, I was uh, uh, working in California and then I got the opportunity to take a job job transfer to New Zealand. So I took that. And uh, in that kind of time frame, I slowed down a fair bit, you know, mentally and uh, uh, to go get in this that America is all about, right? So I slowed down and relaxed. And I had time to think, and, and uh, I was always a believer that uh, there was a God out there, but who was God? And, and there's amazing creation, you know, because I could see that. I'm a science kind of guy, so that to me, the creation, you know, declares the glory of God, right? You know, and uh, 
so uh, I called out to God one day. I said, if you're out there, I want to find you. And, I, you know, everyone says, well, you call in the name of the Lord, thou shalt be saved. Well, that was the start of my process. And so uh, uh, the, uh, next week, somebody spoke to me about having a personal relationship with God. And there were signs, miracles, and wonders in a church all the time. Not one once in a while or once every blue moon or so many in the past. So I always said to people that come to my door, show me God and I'll come to your church. No one can show me God. They talked about God. They said I had to have faith. I had to believe in the Bible. I'm sorry. I do none of that. I don't believe in Jesus. I didn't believe in the Bible. And uh, all I wanted to do was see God. <laughs> so uh, they told me about that. I, they told me about getting baptized, uh, repenting or turning toward God, being baptized and receiving the Holy Spirit. And I'll speak in tongues. And when they did that, my head started spinning for about two days. I can't remember if I slept, ate, worked. Uh, whatever, or drank water, whatever. I, I couldn't remember anything from those two days. So the Lord was really mightily working on me. And uh, from there, um, uh, we had some, I went to some meetings and things of that sort. And uh, this was when I was uh, at uh, 20, 29 years old. And so I kind of lived the, 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 the party life and all that kind of stuff, you know, the usual normal stuff that you do. And, uh, but I was finding it unfulfilling. And everything I did was unfulfilling. I have a master's degree in mechanical engineering. Great but unfulfilling uh bachelor in science as well great but unfulfilling did martial arts did uh, played soccer sports all kinds of but all great stuff but unfulfilling and that's why i called on to god and uh, i was living in paradise down there in new zealand you know i was either mountain bike riding or skiing you know and canoeing in the rivers you know could you get a better life and uh, so it was really a, a good time for me to call upon the lord and so one night uh, I'm, I'm in my room and uh, god wakes me up at midnight because i had a little prayer right before that i said look uh god i believe you're there i thank you for introducing these people to me i believe you're there about 80 percent, but i've never met you so that night uh, god wakes me up about exactly at midnight because i saw the clock uh next thing you know he's pulling all this garbage and maybe demons or whatever you want out of me and uh, uh and i was levitating and i knew that because after it stopped i fell back into the bed and uh again you know i wasn't believing in jesus necessarily or the bible but uh God spoke to me, God the Father, I believe, and said, Jesus is the Son of God. The Bible is the Word of God. Go get baptized. And I love you, David. So that was directly from God. There was nobody in that room with me. There's nobody in that place with me. And there wasn't anybody praying for me at the time in that situation. So I go get baptized, and I felt super clean. The first thing I did right for God, I was just amazed, you know. And of course, he took all the garbage out of me, right? You know, that had been pent up in me all my life. You know, life wasn't so great when I was young. Had a lot of difficulties and things of that sort. We were poor, all that kind of stuff, right? But, um, you know, I always had a, a, a go-get-it-ness attitude. And uh, so I went I went for God. <laughs> and then from there, you know, I got, I, I got baptized. And then uh, six months later, I received the Holy Spirit. I spoke in tongues, all on my own again. Nobody was with me. And then from there, I started using this, the, the Holy Spirit and praying. And the heavens just opened up. And so I could pray with people um, after their first probably the first few weeks of receiving the Holy Spirit and they would receive the Holy Spirit and speak in tongues every single time. I had a hundred percent success rate back then with healing. It was about 50, 50. And so uh, my wife died in 2008. Uh, and um, you know, even if we prayed for her, we were laying hands on her. I took it to all the doctors. I did everything I could do. And um, it apparently it was her time to go. So after that time, I started praying more intently, more fervently, and uh, um, I, uh, 
uh, the heavens opened up even greater, I should say. And then I started receiving anointings, healing. Um, uh, later on, deliverance came. Uh, later on, uh, seeing in the spirit realm and uh, understanding what's in people's hearts. I can see what's going on in them. Nowadays, um, you know, I, I walk the streets of D.C. or wherever I'm at or wherever I'm traveling because I travel a fair bit for my work. And the Lord shows me people to go talk to. See that person over there? Go talk to them. Go heal them. Go set them free. Go do whatever. Whatever the Holy Spirit tells me, I'm more than keen to go and do that and set that person free from the enemy, right? And that's that's a whole summary of Jesus' ministry in, in Acts chapter uh, 10, verse 38, um, how Jesus of Nazareth went about doing good and healing all those that were oppressed of the devil. And so setting people free, either by receiving the Holy Spirit and or healing or deliverance, all that kind of stuff, whatever the Holy Spirit thinks they should have at that time, is to me the greatest thing you can do for anybody. This is the love of God working through you to others, setting them free from what they're bound up in. And that was really Jesus' ministry. He was walking the streets um, and uh, he was setting people free. What do you want? Oh, I want my eyesight. Oh, I want uh, this or I want that, right? You know, or uh, I can't walk. I'm lame since birth. So after analyzing and reading all of those things uh, about what Jesus did, I thought, Jesus says, I can do these things. He says, I can do these things and greater works if I believe in him. So I started doing that. And I go out there and I say, well, you know, I, I looked at all the uh, list of the what people call the fruits of the spirit, but I call or the gifts of the spirit. I call them the manifestations of the spirit and first Corinthians 12. And to me, that's the manifestations of the spirit. And you can move. Everyone can move in those when they got the Holy Spirit. But it's up to them to take to have faith and to step out and also studying what Jesus did. Right. So I've healed the uh, I, I prayed for the dead to be to be raised to raise the dead um, people that uh, uh, couldn't walk. They had polio when they were four or five. Now they walk. Um, people that were deaf since birth, now they hear. People that, uh, uh, this one guy, this Muslim guy, I was, I was in a taxi with him, and I was telling him about the real Christianity, the view he hasn't heard, because most of them hear about some kind of form of Christianity, and it's not probably positive from a Muslim point of view. So I told him about that, and I told him about how I pray for people to be healed, because that's what my God does. He heals his people, and that includes salvation. That includes you know healing families, relationships. Uh, your your thoughts, your emotions, your mental capacity, all kinds of things. You know, we're we're a complex uh, a creation from God, but we can be uh, restored and made whole. And that's the that's my goal is to see people raised up and set free by the power and glory of God. So I do that over the internet. I do it over a phone. I do it, um, you know, uh, on the streets. I do it in people's houses. You know, wherever the opportunity arises. Um, I talk to people on airplanes, uh, whatever the case may be. I'm willing to pray for anybody in the middle of Costco. I do that sometimes, you know, when the Lord leads me and uh, set people free. Right. And uh, it's just exciting. There's nothing more exciting to see someone set free by the power and glory of God. I, I must have prayed for over 2000 people one on one to receive the Holy Spirit speaking in tongues and the uh, light comes into their face. The glory of God comes in their face. Their eyes are shining. They're they're a lot of times healed of things, sicknesses, diseases, mental problems, emotional things. The list goes on. A lot of times they're delivered. I prayed for over 20,000 people for uh, our, our families or groups of people, right, to to be healed, to be set free, to have uh, better lives, uh, businesses to be blessed, whatever it is, to break out uh, the enemy out of their lives, to give them the opportunity to go forward and get more glory in God. And 
And to me, that's just exciting to do that. Yeah, that is exciting. And I love it. I mean, you can hear God's voice and prophesy. Every person with the Spirit of God living in them can be used by God for entry-level prophecy. Entry-level prophecy is the starting point of an incredible adventure in hearing God's voice and prophesying. Prophecy encourages, comforts, and edifies people. And our heart is to equip and educate you to hear God and prophesy, walking it out as a lifestyle. And that's why we created Entry-Level Prophecy eCourse on CharismaCourses.com. Through this powerful eCourse, you will be equipped to hear God and to prophesy. You will gain the necessary biblical understanding needed to take a step of faith and speak what you hear God saying to see people encouraged, comforted, and edified. In this course, you'll learn about the fruit of the Spirit, the character traits of God, how to receive and deliver a prophecy, how to judge a prophecy, and what foundation you need to prophesy, and what heart motivations are necessary to prophesy. When you enroll in this e-course, you'll also have access to bonus materials and our live coaching sessions. Go to CharismaCourses.com to purchase entry-level prophecy and learn how to hear God's voice and prophesy. You know that this podcast is all about the Holy Spirit, glorifying Jesus, and letting people know that the key is intimacy with him. You mentioned something just earlier about uh, seeing in the spirit. Now, when I was on the phone call with you, it was very unique to me about how God kind of opens up the spirit realm to you and you could see in the spirit. So can you share kind of, you know, just how he does that through you? Yeah. So like um, one example is uh, I was having a lot of uh, many years I was praying in the morning. So I'd, I'd wake up at, I'd wake up and I, I put my headphones on and listen to the Bible and start praying in the spirit. So I kind of get the word into my head because I believe it actually changes your synapses. Because right. initially I could only listen to the Bible for two hours at a time. Then I literally had to take the headphones off because it hurt. It was painful, but now I can go up to 10 hours or whatever. And I don't have a limit. So, you know, the Lord's fixed my brain, I believe in whatever synapses, right? That needed to be changed and upgraded and whatever. Anyway, moving on. Um, and so I pray in spirit. So he would say, he, he, he would take me up into the spirit. Um, uh, like sometimes uh, my, Jesus would take my left arm. Michael would take my right arm. Michael, the arch, arch, arch angle, arch, arch angle, angel. <laughs> He'd take me up into the second heaven and show me all the demons, but they'd put me out in front. So I, they'd be like a half step behind me and they'd show me and all the demons going, you know, all this stuff. And then bing, they're gone instantly. Then I'm back in my bed. Another time he, he takes me up in the spirit and shows me DC because I, I live in DC and he, he sent me here to, uh, uh, to have an effect upon the government through prayer. And uh, I see this black cloud coming over DC. He goes, you see the black cloud? Break it. So I go ahead and do that. I, I pray against it and break all that. And I've been praying for DC, I've been praying for things to manifest as the spirit leads me. I've been praying for um, uh, the seven pillars to be filled with people that are filled with the Holy Spirit, to be running those rather than the enemy uh, driven people to be running that. I've been praying for revival in all the churches nationally. I've been praying most of this stuff I've been doing on my own. We, we, we started praying uh, for five to 13 hours a day for six years every day because we wanted more of God. And it's not that we're going to get more of the Holy Spirit, but there's going to be less of our natural capacity involved, right? And then we can hear from God, which is, Jerry, you know, the most important thing to do is hear from God and then act upon it. And we read that in John chapter 4, verse 23 and 24. The hour will come, Jesus says to the woman at the, at the well, the Samaritan woman, when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in truth and in spirit. 
So apparently there's two types of worshipers and the father seeketh such to worship them. God is a spirit. They that worship him must worship him in truth and in spirit. So many times or several times that God's taken me into the spirit realm. One time I'm, I'm, I'm on a, uh, I was praying for, uh, uh, the blessing of God. Uh, how do I, how do I phrase this? I was praying one time really deeply from my heart that, uh, Jesus would get billions of people, you know, him, him receive billions of people saved and the enemy would only get millions because right now it seems like the other way around. There's only millions that are really true, you know, lovers of God. And then there's billions that maybe like him a little bit and maybe aren't involved. So I was praying for that out of the depths of my heart while I was uh, praying and seeking the Lord. And uh, the Lord said, okay, he sent me to this church, go, go visit this church. So I get in the plane, I fly down there. The father appears to me in the, in the uh, uh, airplane and the power and glory of God. When the father comes is overwhelming. My cells are vibrating at a, at an intensity. I think I'm going to explode. I'm shaking and quivering and, you know, tears are running down my face. You know, I'm, I'm having a full experience. And so I'm, I'm in the plane having this experience. And uh, uh, the father's telling me his heart for mankind. And I'm like, wow. He goes, I don't want to see, I don't want to see anybody perish. I want to see them all come to the kingdom to be with me. And he goes, he goes, I'm, I'm hurting because there's so many people that are going to die. And I said, Lord, it doesn't have to be this way. Father, it doesn't have to be this way. Let's do something and make a change. Let's flip the tables. So I go to this, I'm at this meeting in the church after the airplane experience. And I'm sitting in a meeting. I disappear out of that meeting. I'm standing before the father. And he goes, David, do you remember Moses? I go, yes. Do you remember what happened when he came down from the mountain? Yes. The people were, you know, rebelling and doing all kinds of silly and stupid things. And he says, what did I say to Moses? I said, you said, step aside, Moses, and I'll get rid of this people and I'll bring another people out of your loins. And he goes, what did Moses do? He goes, yeah. no, Lord, because then they won't believe that you're God, that you can bring your people to a new place. And he falls down and he intercedes for the people and he goes, go do it. Instantly, I'm back in the meeting watching the pastor preach. So these are what some of the many, 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 many things that I've experienced. I, I've transported spiritually many different places. One time I'm, I'm, I went traveling for work and uh, I'm in a hotel. And all of a sudden I feel this huge cube of all the evil of the enemy trying to crush my chest. And next thing you know, I'm transported by the spirit into my house, which is a three or four hour plane flight away. I'm sitting there in my lounge room. And I'm casting demons out of my house because they've entered in when I left because I went to travel. So I'm casting demons out of my out of my house. Then I'm back into the hotel room asleep. And uh, another time I, I go to, uh, 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 I was at another hotel. And again, I feel that crushing cube of, of evil on my chest. And I just laugh and point to the door, get out in the name of Jesus. And off it goes, right? So... You know, I've realized that, uh, you know, God, the great God of creation of heaven and earth has given us power to reign in our life and to bless others. What are we to deserve such great power and glory? What are we to see such great revelations in the spirit? Hallelujah. Amen. 
And then um, we've discussed a couple of times on this podcast about raising the dead. And you mentioned that, you know, with uh, just five, six minutes ago or so about raising the dead. Can you share one or two of those stories for us to encourage us? Yeah. So uh, uh, I, uh, a lady that uh, was in my house, um, uh, she got upset and cursed Jesus and said, that's it. I'm done. Uh, And, you know, she gave up the spirit and we're like, okay, or I'm, you know, I'm alone with her. I'm alone in the situation. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm, I'm checking for breath. I'm checking for pulse. 15 minutes later, um, nothing, still nothing's going on. So I, 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 I pick, I, I hold her head and I start praying in the spirit and, and telling her, God loves you. God loves you. Jesus wants you to be with him forever and et cetera. And I'm praying in the spirit and in English, whatever the words the Holy Spirit gives me. And after about 15 minutes, she goes, <sighs> comes back to life and all's good. She makes, makes her amends with Jesus and uh, off we go. And she's been having visions of Jesus since she was three, four years old. So she's had a relationship for a long time, but due to circumstances, she just, you know, had a, I guess an angry attack. I can say this other lady, right. Uh, we were in, uh, I was in Columbia and um, this, uh, the Holy Spirit said to me, ask this, this man, if you can pray for his wife. Because we're fellowshipping and just chat, chatting. He goes, he goes, yeah. So he went back to work. Him and his wife and his sister, we go into the lounge room. And I said, well, let's just stand and pray. So we're standing there praying in the spirit. Hallelujah. Shut up. Praying in the spirit, right? And then I just go and tap the man's wife. Just tap her on the shoulder. Just gently like this. Bang. She's down into the, the sofa. And she's out, out. Out in the glory of God for about 15 minutes, you know. And then she comes to crying and praying in tongues. Now, her sister, she was paralyzed since she's been four due to polio. So she's got these big braces on. The only way she can stand is the braces hold her up. And she walks kind of wobble if she's going to walk at all. But her legs, no, 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 um, uh, she's paralyzed from her waist down. So I, I, I just tap her on the shoulder. She falls down on the couch. A couple seconds later, or a minute later, she gets back up. Second time, do it the third time. On the third time, I, I, I say to her, give me your hands. I say, walk. And she starts walking, her knees start moving. She can move her knees up to her waist. So she's walking. Hallelujah, right? Just exciting stuff. And she was undergoing chemotherapy. I didn't know that. She had cancer. I didn't know that. The next day, she goes to the doctor, no cancer, no more chemotherapy. Done. Wow. Our God is amazing. Our God is amazing. Amen. What would you say is a key or two keys for people to maintain the anointing and walk in the anointing? Uh, Besides just, you know, for me, it's always intimacy with Jesus and knowing our identity in him, knowing whose we are and who we are in Christ and through Christ. So what would you say are a couple of keys for that? So I I summarize this in my teachings. And and the first is you got to know, like you said, who you are in Christ. Who has God made you? Well, I teach that God has made you like Jesus, a copy of Jesus. Now, we bow our knees to our Lord Jesus Christ. He's our Savior. He's our Redeemer. He lives. He's our healer. But he's given us, he wants us to be like him. So I believe the Father sits in his chair, as in, if I can use that euphemism, and looks down and sees all these Jesuses. And that's what he wants. He wants a family of Jesuses. So I believe that we need to be, uh, you know, it says in uh, uh, 1 John four seventeen that as Jesuses, so are we in this world. And so we should be. We should rise up in the fullness of the stature of Christ. To get there, um, there's praying in the spirit. There's fasting 
and there's reading and listening to the words. You just got to saturate yourself. And so we did that, as I mentioned before, listening to the Bible for hours and hours. And, you know, I'd be, I'd be on the plane to Australia, listening to the Bible, trying to mind my own business, trying to maybe get a little bit of sleep. And two demons from the Pacific appear before me and go, who are you and what are you doing here? And I go, get out or I'll cast you into the abyss. And they laugh at me. Ha, 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 ha. I go, I curse you. I break you. I bind you. Get out. Instantly, they're gone. And I go back into listening to the Bible. And I'm not trying to upset. I'm not demon hunting or any of that stuff, right? Yeah. So these are things that happened to me because I never believed in any of that stuff. But God showed me this is what happened. So when I pray for people, a lot of times I pull the demons off them. I just grab them and pull them off their body. And then they react. And then I pray for the healing, right? I pray for the restitution of that damaged flesh. If there is, a lot of times there's no damage. It's just the demon doing that. So in order to continue and, and to rise up into glory, you got to believe that, like Benny Hinn says, there's 54 anointings in the Bible that's counted to date. So there's so much in the Bible. And if we look at it from the perspective of how much glory we can get. So my, my view is I pursue the glory because I want it to flow through me like the apostles you read in Acts 4 and 5. Oh my gosh, they're on the porch of Solomon and people are just looking at the glory. And it's just incredible. Peter's walking the streets continuously in Jerusalem and setting the people free. He was probably the most powerful man on earth at the time. Yeah. Right? You know, and so for us to continue in this anointing and this glory, the idea is to always pray in the spirit, always keep that relationship, talk to Jesus. I talk to the Father individually. I talk to Jesus individually, and I talk to the Holy Spirit individually. So I've developed that relationship with each part of the Trinity so I can be led and, and work with whatever I need to do at that particular time. So I believe and teach that it's up to me to go after God, right, and to put off the natural and for to hear the Spirit so I can do what he wants me to do, which is a John 4, 23 and 24 approach. Amen. I love that. Well, we've only got a few more minutes left, David. So the power of God is upon you. The power of God is upon this podcast episode. And I'm believing by faith that the Holy Spirit is going to move in power and people will be touched and filled with the Holy Spirit. So would you do us the honor of praying for people to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Because as you know, and my listeners know, Fireborn Ministries is all about people encountering the Holy Spirit, being filled with the Holy Spirit, being baptized with the Holy Spirit, to be an empowered witness, to have the power for life, uh, and to go everywhere with his presence and getting to know him. So that's, that's why we exist. One of the reasons why Fireborn Ministries exists. And so would you pray for us and pray for people to receive that baptism of the Holy Spirit, which is not an ending, but it's a beginning of an abundant life in the fullness of being spirit-formed and spirit-empowered. That'd be excellent. I'll just say two things first. One is when I pray for people to receive the Holy Spirit, I want you to start praying to me. Hallelujah. 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 And I want you to let the spirit take control. He's going to enter and then he's going to announce his arrival by speaking in tongues. You got to let the spirit take control of your lips and mouth. You got to be submissive to the spirit. And number two is um, once you have the spirit, use it, yeah. communicate, speak. You wouldn't, you wouldn't have a, a child or a husband or wife or a friend and not speak to them all day long if you, you know, you're, you're not going to go and run away from them. Same with your father or who art in heaven. You need to pray in the spirit and build that strength. And that's the, the, the laser beam to uh, heaven, as it were. So let's just have a prayer. Hallelujah. 
Glory be to God. Hallelujah. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, uh, the, the Holy Spirit is your promise and your gift. And Jesus, you poured out. And we just pray for all those listening. Pray with me now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Receive the Holy Spirit now in the name of Jesus. Fire the Holy Ghost. Fire the Holy Ghost on everybody's blessing. I pray that the room that you're sitting in is just filled with the presence and glory of God. Speak out. Speak out. Open your mouth and speak out and let the Holy Spirit take control. Hallelujah. And any demonic blocks in the way, I break them. I bind them and I cast them in the abyss. Get off these people. I break the oppression of the devil off all the people. I break the bands of wickedness off everybody. I break the heavy burdens and yokes off everybody. I break all powers and principalities of people. Powers of the darkness of this world. I break spiritual wickedness in the high places. I break fixing spirits. I break. Pray with me now. Hallelujah. Receive the Holy Spirit. Receive, receive, receive. Hallelujah in the name of Jesus. Glory be God. If it didn't happen now, just keep praying. Hallelujah. And before you do that, just repeat after me. I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in my heart that God has raised him from the dead and pray. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And expect the Father to give out the promise that he has laid out since the day since day one in genesis amen and for those of you who are receiving right now whether you're watching this or listening to this keep praying in that spiritual prayer language and praying uh -huh. it like david said every single day it might start off small but the more you pray into it and pray with it it, it develops into a full-blown prayer language direct communication between you and god the father and this precious baptism of the holy spirit that David was praying for empowers you to be a witness for Jesus and just to be aware of him with you always. So pray in that every single day. And I also have a resource, as I mentioned at the very beginning of this podcast, how to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You can download that and go through that study and be activated, draw near to the Holy Spirit. David, this is an awesome episode. Honestly, I think we could go for a few hours or so, but you know, I try to keep it within 30 minutes or so, but what is the best way for people to connect with you and your ministry right there in Washington, DC? Yeah, they can send me a, a, an email to David Sattler, S-A-T-T-L-E-R ministries.com. And I'll get back to them. I pray with, uh, like I said, thousands to receive the Holy Spirit over the phone, over the internet messenger. We use, I use that a lot. And uh, people in Africa, all kinds of things. Some people, you know, they don't actually have the ability to uh, connect on video or audio, so we just do text, and they still receive the Holy Spirit, Jared. So God is good. The Spirit's everywhere. The power and glory. He wants to raise up. You know, people talk about raising up an army. He wants people to be like Jesus. He wants lots of Jesus full of the full of the glory and power of God. Amen. Uh, thank you so very much, David, for being my special guest. I want to encourage everybody subscribe or follow adventures in the spirit jared lasky available on all podcast platforms if you give us a five-star rate and review on apple it'll help boost the algorithm for more exposure i mean god's already doing incredible things as we're we've been maintaining among the top five percent of all podcasts for the last three years or so and we're on season four right now i also have a teaching podcast available for you called spirit empowered living and talk about the prophetic talk about the holy spirit and other things i've even got a teaching like david mentioned 
he, he mentioned that he teaches on the power of God. He mentioned the apostle Peter. And I've got a teaching on what that word shadow really means when everywhere he walked, the, his shadow fell on people and they were healed. So it's pretty an interesting teaching. And that's on the Spirit Empowered Living podcast as well. So that's also in the podcast description. So guys, share this episode with your friends and family and be activated in Jesus' name. Thank you so much for listening to Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky, a podcast that activates you to live the supernatural life. Subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and share it with your friends. Leave a five-star rate and review, which helps us reach more people with the love and power of the Holy Spirit and partner with us at firebornministries.com. And may you live your best spirit-empowered life and have your own adventures in the Holy Spirit. Experiences are what people love most about travel. With Viator, you can browse and book tours and activities so incredible you'll want to tell your friends. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. Viator has experiences in over 190 countries. There's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Viator lets you keep things flexible. Use Reserve Now and Pay Later to secure the activities you don't want to miss without being locked in. Whether you want to take a backstage tour of the Grand Old Opry, a Miami Bimini Bahamas day trip by ferry, or a private guided tour of the Grand Canyon, Viator is for you. Download the Viator app now and use Viator 10 for 10% off your first booking. One app, over 300,000 experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator.